From the Capitol in Madison, this is WIS Politics Midday. Hello, everybody. I'm Adam Kelnhofer with WISPolitics.com, here with a midday podcast brought to you by Spectrum. Today, I'm joined by my colleague in the office in Madison, Kate Morton, to talk about some Department of Corrections updates. So prisons in Wisconsin. Yes, Adam, that's right. So getting this conversation started, we've got some new news with uh, Lincoln Hills. So why don't you give us an update on that? Yeah, so the big news with Lincoln Hills, that's the state's uh, juvenile correctional facility up in Lincoln County. Lincoln Hills is actually the boys' correctional facility and located basically on the same campus is Copper Lake School. That is the girls' juvenile correctional facility. So for Lincoln Hills and actually Copper Lake for quite a few years now, there has been a push to close the facilities due to issues with uh, staff violating the rights of some of the juvenile inmates, you know, abusing chokehold techniques, uh, other restraint techniques, and abusing uh, pepper spray techniques. There's also issues with a lot of the juveniles in that prison, um, you know, assaulting guards, uh, damaging a lot of the property inside, and issues like that. So this has been a long time coming, and actually, uh, before we get to the news here, I have to go through some of the background. Lincoln Hills was supposed to close in January of 2021, and Governor Tony Evers extended that deadline to July of 2021. Obviously, we are more than 12 months past that deadline, um, the even pushback deadline. So this has been a long time coming. And the part of the push to close Lincoln Hills requires a new type one kind of maximum security facility to be built to you know, house a lot of those juvenile offenders that are up at Lincoln Hills because it is where the state keeps its most serious juvenile offenders. And many of those juvenile offenders in Lincoln County, which is about a three-hour drive from Milwaukee, are actually from Milwaukee. So the latest push has been to build that new Type 1 facility in Milwaukee, and they just recently announced a site location for that new Type 1 facility. It's going to be at 7930 West Clinton Avenue on the city's north side. It's northwest side, I would say. It's pretty far out there to the west. Um, but it's located in a kind of somewhat industrial-ish, residential-ish neighborhood on the end of a uh, dead-end street with a cul-de-sac on it. So that's the big news. The Milwaukee Common Council actually approved that site, which is important because in a bill that the legislature passed and Governor Evers approved after the Act 185 bill that required Lincoln Hills be closed... Uh, that new bill requires local approval of the new site for the Lincoln Hills replacement. So we saw that happen. The next step is going to be basically uh, designing the facility and kind of breaking ground and then, you know, starting construction, seeing that through, and then furnishing it. And um, I know I said that this facility is supposed to close in 2021, but it's looking like it's going to be a few more years before this new facility opens. Okay, Adam, so some significant changes, albeit with some delays. Um, another question for you. So what are people's arguments for moving to a new facility? How will that kind of address these issues that were happening at Lincoln Hills? Yeah, that's actually a really important issue to touch on because that's, you know, the main driving force or one of the main driving forces behind uh, the new facility in Milwaukee. Um it's meant to be in Milwaukee because that's where a lot of the most serious juvenile offenders come from in the state of Wisconsin. So 
the idea here is to keep those kids closer to their homes so that, you know, their families can visit them. They can be somewhat more engaged with members of the community, local leaders and such, so that they have a connection to their home community when they actually get out of prison. Because that transition from being in prison to back out in society is a pretty rough transition and especially for some of these kids who are who are kids, really, they don't have the same kind of relationships and time to build those relationships as adults. Right, Adam, that definitely makes sense. Um, so how far are we from closing Lincoln Hills at this point? We are a few years out still, Kate. Um, the Even just constructing that new Type 1 facility is likely going to take up to 2026, uh, so about four years at least. And even building that new Type 1 facility isn't for sure going to close Lincoln Hills. That new Type 1 facility in Milwaukee is only going to hold boys, and its maximum capacity is 32 boys. And I talked to um, an attorney in the Milwaukee County DA's office who deals with juvenile crimes, and she told me that there's going to need, be a need to house more than 32 juvenile offenders from Milwaukee alone. So that one type one facility isn't going to be enough to hold those most serious offenders. But I was talking to Representative Evan Goyke, a Democrat from Milwaukee, who has been dealing with this issue for a long time. He's on the Corrections Committee, and he told me that another solution to that issue is pushing for these local county-run facilities that were originally part of Act 185, which that Act 185 originally called for at least four new county-run facilities in Dane, Brown, Racine, and Milwaukee counties. Um, that's been lagging behind. We haven't seen any ground broken on those new facilities. Um, and we saw some action on financing those new local county-run facilities in the Joint Finance Committee, but those have yet to get up and running. So, um those local facilities are a little bit less secure than the Type 1 facilities, but they're meant to accomplish the same thing, keep those juvenile offenders closer to their homes so that they maintain those connections and have the chance to build new connections. So that that could take up some of that excess that that new Type 1 facility won't be able to handle. But that still leaves the problem of the girls who are located up at Copper Lake because, as I'm sure many of you know, you can't house boys and girls in the same prison in the same facility. So that still leaves, uh, according to the last population report from the Department of Corrections, 13 girls up at Copper Lake, and Act 185 calls for an expansion of Dane County's Mendota uh, mental health facility, and that expansion would be aimed at housing about 20 girls. So that capacity meets the state's needs for juvenile girl offenders, but we have yet to see that expansion actually happen. And to be clear here, Kate, they have broken ground on expanding that Mendota mental health facility for girls uh, to come to. But let's hear from Goyke about why that expansion is so important. Uh, again, that's a mental health facility, so it wouldn't necessarily be appropriate to put somebody in that facility that doesn't have that type of diagnosis. Mm -hmm. But over the course of working on this issue, uh, each time we do different legislation, we review that female population. And yes. the 
rate of diagnosed mental health disorder as well as severe childhood trauma that those girls have been exposed to has always been in the 90%, 80, 90% range or 100%. Mm-hmm. So I could, I, I'd argue that Copper Lake is functionally a mental health facility because the vast majority of the current uh, people in our care have that diagnosis. Yeah, Adam, it sounds like there's a lot of moving parts here that we'll have to keep a close eye on. So is there any estimate of how much this is going to cost? Yeah, so that new Type 1 facility, uh, a law the legislature passed recently authorized $42 million for construction of that facility. And the governor's office told me that the site that the state just purchased to build that new Type 1 facility on was $1.1 million. So there's an idea of how much kind of this is going to cost a little bit for that new Type 1 facility. I also have some um, projected costs from the Joint Finance Committee for those local county-run facilities in Racine and Milwaukee County. It looks a lot like Dane and Brown counties are kind of paused on their projects, at least paused. Um, They may go through with them in the future, but that remains to be seen. So For Racine County, they have a projected cost in the village of Caledonia for about $50.5 million, and that is slated to have 32 beds for those kind of lesser um, county-run beds, the not total secure type 1 beds that we were talking about before, Um, and it's supposed to also have 16 of those more secure beds. type one-ish beds. So those would be called juvenile detention facility beds. The project in Milwaukee is actually a renovation expansion of the Velar Phillips facility. And that expansion is meant to is meant to add 32 new beds. 28 of those are for boys, four are for girls. So there's going to be a little bit more room for girls in, in Milwaukee County as well, in addition to that Mendota expansion that I talked about. Um, the Milwaukee County facility is not going to have any of those juvenile detention facility beds. Those are the more secure beds. Um, but Milwaukee County's proposal actually comes in at less than Racine County's proposal. Milwaukee County is only asking for $28.3 million, and the total projected cost for that project in Milwaukee is $29.8 million. Well, Adam, you've been covering this beat for a while, and we'll be keeping an eye on it moving forward. In the meantime, if our listeners or readers want to learn any more about these developments, you can head to wispolitics.com. That's right, Kate. But for now, I'm Adam Kelnhofer. I'm Kate Morton. Thanks for tuning in to another Midday Podcast brought to you by Spectrum. This has been Wispolitics Midday. For more state government and political news, visit wispolitics.com.